Do you want to talk about how you're feeling right now? Oh, so many questions. What does this mean? What do I do? <laughs> Go on! Tell them what you think! I liked it. I think your calculations may have been off. I think it's all right. I just have a lot of feelings. This pleases me. These are perfectly normal feelings. Do you even know what you sound like when you talk like that? Now, shall we begin? Hello, everyone in podcast land, grade nine, class B. You are the lucky podcast chosen for this year's Real Feels Battle Royale. Congratulations. Now, I'm going to explain the rules. Listen carefully and then fight correctly and with energy. You've all been brought to this uninhabited island, about 10 kilometers in diameter. But we've evacuated all listeners, so it's completely deserted. The island is divided into many genres. Every six hours, your host will broadcast updates about which genres are becoming danger zones. If you're watching those genres, you should leave quickly because the danger is about those podcast mics you're using. There's no way to get rid of them or the pop filters attached. They let us know when you take a breath or when you fumble at a recording. If you watch a bad movie or do something naughty, the microphone will explode. <laughs> Boom. You promise not to take, you promise not to break them, okay? Oh, I forgot an important thing. You have a time limit, three days. If no one has won by that time, all of the mics will explode and no one will win. So you podcast as hard as you can and make sure that doesn't happen, okay? You'll leave one at a time. Each of you gets a podcast survival bag. Inside are some Bahama Mamas. <laughs> oh yeah. And a bottle of Nathan shower water. <laughs> a map of genres, plus some movies and a weapon. It's all random, so maybe you'll get some good movies. Maybe not. This is good. Everyone has a chance. You'll be leaving the studio by episode number. Let's go! <laughs> <laughs> Truth be told, though, not everyone has a very good chance. No, though. that's not true. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Real Feels Podcast. And I am Sensei Hallerum. <laughs> I am Ladle for a Weapon, Nathan. <laughs> oh, man. I'm the uh, the strange hacker kid that just sort of just comes on the scene is like, oh, we're going to hack this shit and build bombs. Let's do it. <laughs> and today we are venturing into our foreign genre, which I'm bringing both of you 2000s Battle Royale. The... The Jap, uh, the Korean Mortal Kombat. Yeah, this is the the Hunger Games before Hunger Games. This is the Hunger Games before Hunger Games, the more violent Hunger Games, and honestly, I think a little bit of a better and more uh, engaging story. Not as polished as Hunger Games, I would well, say. Well, Hunger Games also had I like that though. It's not as rough around the yeah. Ed- it's not as rough. I, well, no, it's not. It's rougher around the edges than than the Hunger Games. The Hunger Games is a little bit too kitty for me. Well, I mean, I think that's the you know kind of distinction between both of them, where you have such obscene violence. Like, I mean, they're pitted against each other in what is it? The oh, that's a plane. They're I should brain for coronavirus. <laughs> should probably uh, them chemtrails. <laughs> close that window. Frodo, Frodo the, the, wind- the door. <laughs> Frodo the window. Intermission. Enjoy a nice refreshing safari hour. Bring him there. And Paradise Peach. And Graboy Grape. But yeah, no, I mean, you have such like obscene violence with the kids coming to this island. And then in Hunger Games, it, it is. It's a bit more tame. It's more uh, appropriate and approachable. But it seems like the Hunger Games in spirit obviously ripped off oh, the premise. At least a lot so. of like... A lot of the things, like the base Battle Royale. Oh, 100%. Because, I mean, even before Hunger Games even came around, you had the novel that this movie was based on and the comic book. And then you had the movie, like, nine years before Hunger Games even came around? But that's like saying Robert Jordan ripped off Tolkien. 
I mean, they're, mm. they are very different. There's a lot of differences. And I would almost argue that Hunger Games has a, an actual story. No, it does. I mean, it very much does. It's not just, Hey, kids. <laughs> go kill each other it's it's a hey you know once uh you know every cool to quell or whatever you know we <laughs> that's terminology i've read the books but but i read the books but i couldn't make it to the second part of the third film it, it, it just, yeah I, I just burned out at that point and then jennifer lawrence was in like everything during that time and just this I think the second book is actually like my favorite. I I enjoy the second book simply I because I mean I guess spoilers for anyone who hasn't read it, but I but I love the idea that they bring back previous winners, winners? of the games and stick them right back into the competition. I enjoy that. Mm. I liked that a lot. I mean, for me, it's like the Expanse. The first few books are like your gritty space mm. adventure and then it gets real weird same thing with the hunger games it started out kind of gritty and then just got real fucking weird well, it gets a little political yeah. and that's where I, i'm like yeah I can right but i mean but that's also like really appropriate for the movies because i mean it, yes. it's very it's very political uh, yeah both of them are i mean you have an oppressive government that is suddenly taking control of a lot of things it's definitely harking down on all the youth and different actions that they're not going to be seeing fit to i don't know be allowed and so then in just like in the hunger games they're like hey each of you is going to give up a kid oh battle royale a ninth grade class out of like 43,000, you know, classes are going to be selected randomly. But it's the most Japanese idea of all is like kids are being dicks. <laughs> they need to respect their elders. <laughs> you fight to this death. This is how we're going to go about doing it. And it's weird because it's not televised. No, 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 no. The entire thing. Yeah, it's not televised. Unlike the Hunger, Hunger Games. Games where it's a um, it's it. It's like an Olympics. It's a sport. It's a thing to revel at. And, oh, wow. You know, this is very, uh, ooh, th th that guy won. Oh, that guy died. Or this is just, oh, there's one survivor. One year it was a girl with braces and she's smiling. Fantastic. I actually like that intro. I love the fact that, like, it's the, it's the most, uh, the, the last games are ending. And you have the little girl hugging onto that doll, looking up at the reporter and just like smiling blood and braces on her face. Hamasadio. <laughs> Hamasadio. <laughs> oh, the reporter's like, it's a girl. The winner is a girl. She's and she's smiling. She's smiling. <laughs> oh my God. This whole organization, this whole thing is so slapped together though. I don't understand where they found this island what they're doing there like I, the, the government well, just can go to an island that around they japan occupied. there is a, a plethora of uh, islands of guapo <laughs> yes i get that but <laughs> for them to just kind of like have shoddy equipment they're like yeah like and that's gonna be uh like not a good zone i don't know maybe this is the difference between you know hunger games which is futuristic where they can have these kind of you know holographic uh per, you know projection up right it's in a dome for crying out loud this is literally like on an island he where died of a heroin overdose but he's back for the movie <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh too soon for the attic oh. I, I loved him just as much but come on folks i just feel bad because he was sober he was for a really long good. time oh. And then he just fell off the wagon, and then... I rewatched Boogie Nights uh, not too long ago, and I was like, mm, what a creepy... Capote. <laughs> I love Capote. Holy crap, so good. But anyways. If you guys haven't really realized, we're going to be probably going back and forth between yeah. Battle Royale and Hunger Games, so you get sort of a double dip. Cookie-o. <laughs> And, and, and I, maybe think it's you. I think this harkens back a little bit to some of the discussion we had with the Breakfast Club, where I watched this when it came out, mm -hmm. you know, in the came out in 2000. It came out in 2000, but then it didn't uh, make it to America. It didn't make it to America for like another like eight years. So, again, I saw this in my in 2000, like my late teens. Mm hmm. Maybe by the time I saw it, I was in my early 20s. And you could more self-identify with the plight of the high school kids. Yep. Uh, just like Breakfast Club. But now, being more cynical towards the middle age, I'm sort of like, yeah, fucking kill each other. Just just <laughs> shut up. Why are you trusting? That was my biggest hang up. It's like, wait a minute. You realize, you know, that this is a game that there's only one survivor. One person will survive. There can one. be only one. And I get it where, you know, you make alliances. Uh, there, but in, and also in this one is very loosey goosey on rules, I feel like. 
Because, so? okay, so in the beginning, you mm-hmm. know, they're yeah. in the classroom. He's given the rules and he just kills two kids. Yeah. I told you no whispering. And he, ni- he throws the knife into her forehead. And I'm just sitting there like, yeah, all right. <laughs> well, that's discipline. And he, he even walks over. He's all like, am I not supposed to kill you? Is that against the rules? Oh, well. And then he pulls the knife out. And then they freak. And it's like, uh, you just watched your friend die. How are you not freaking out? <laughs> <laughs> and when the knife went into her skull. Yeah. There's a little, I don't or, know, or ramp up real quick of, hey. <laughs> hey, you know those collars you got on? You're all going to die. Let's test one. Step one. <laughs> yeah. It, it, the the very dramatic, like, yeah, no! <laughs> Someone uh, help me. <laughs> but they do the gore well. It's oh, very yeah. good. They do. It's the not, it's blood, I not love it. over the top, but it's it's just like Goldilocks. Mm, just right. Just right. <laughs> When they're getting divvy, first of all, they go through each name, which I was not expecting them to go. I was like, okay, you know, like in Hunger Games, they're going to be like, yeah, we're going to skip five, six, seven, eight, like, you know, these other like groups. No. Bleh, they're just going to be cannon fodder. Nope. The other 40 names. Boy, number 11. I'm like, oh my God, they're still going. Just get to, just get to our guys. Like, <laughs> and, I mean, I don't know if it's just like typical things that you would like say to each other or like. Some of the things that is the dialogue in this film when they try to, I don't know, make a connection between all the characters. Like when the two girls are yelling from atop the hill and they're all like, Nanahara, Nanahara, whatever, like, Itsuko's already always had a crush on you. And I'm like, why? Why is that pertinent right now? They go to that a couple of times. They do. The the rapey guy with, uh, I think it's Chagusa, who is the chick from From, uh, Kill Bill. Kill Kill Bill. He's like, oh, you know, you want to just have a a quick go? We're going to die on this island, but uh, you... Don't you want to know what it feels like? And it's like, what are you talking about, dude? Yeah. I thought the best acting was... The sensei. Oh, yeah. And uh, his name is uh, Takeshi Kitano. He's he's fairly well known. He's very well known in Japan. But he's also, uh, at, there was a time period about six months ago where I did a, did a very deep, deep delve into Japanese mm. um, Yakuza movies. Okay. And he was starring in one, look it up, it's called Outrage. It came out in 2010. He plays like a Yakuza underboss, brutal as fuck. Amazing food, amazing film. Um, is that eye twitch that he does? Is that him? That he's that was in this movie. He did not do the twitch thing in Outrage, okay, which, so is, which is great acting. And then I loved when they're doing the uh, the little like Drew's uh, Drew's intro with the the you know the little Japanese like sort of she's all J popped up doing the <laughs> yes. doing the sort of explanation, and he's doing the answer back to the film like oh congratulations and, oh thank you and then when and Towards the end, when he's just doing, he's, he, he's doing the cal- guided calisthenics like by himself. Like the dude is nuts, and I love it. I, I think he's a great character, and I mean, he even goes back to the kid who, in turn, like forced him to leave the educational system after he slashed the back of his, you know, uh, leg with the knife open. When the kids decided to just like take the day off of school, they're like, "We're leaving because we feel like it." Okay, bye, and. I mean, all of them are just kind of being shocked that he is the one who is, in turn, really behind getting them all back to the island. Or uh, not back to, but put on the island for yeah. Battle Royale. So, yeah, I, I do like the fact that he did keep his last name, um, Kitano. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kitano Sensei. Basically, he kept his last name for his own character. And I, I do like his character, but... Until... I mean, like... Until the, towards the end. Towards the end. And it's but, so weird at the end, but we'll get discussion. There. That warrants discussion. It does. Uh, do we want to do that now? or do No, we let's, let's save it. Let's I, save think, it. Okay. I think we should okay. save that. They're but- all getting divvied out weapons and shit. <laughs> and I'm sorry, but this is the part of the game where I'm like, this is not cool. Where some kids get a pot lid. Binoculars. But that saved him. It did. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, no, no. Let, okay. Go down, the, go down the line of, like, shitty weapons. You have a pot lid. You have binoculars. You have a paper fan. Yeah, come on. Okay, the paper fan. Like what? In in. <laughs> I'm sorry, Frodo. <laughs> like you, shut up, Zimmerman. <laughs> I love that paper fan. Frodo's sitting on the table, and <laughs> Nathan's yeah. like motioning with his hand and gesturing, and he just I think he just bopped. gave you a high five. He uh, just bopped his hand. It's like yeah, bro. No, uh, he's not gonna no, do it now. Like, I don't perform. Oh, 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 oh yeah. yeah. There we go. Okay. Okay. So yeah. 
You really want to be the kid that gets the paper fan or the freaking Uzi? Like, <laughs> can we talk about how many, how many rounds? fucking rounds? Oh, like, thank you. Please, God, and tell me that there it's was the just like his too. duffel bag was just full of spare clips because. Hold on, let me just was, go into God mode real quick. Unlimited ammo, like unlocked. We all suspend our <laughs> down, our, down, BB, right? <laughs> we all just suspend our disbelief to a certain degree when we watch movies, but that was the one thing that kept on taking me out of the film was like come on man like and the way he's shooting it was, like he's just, he's just firing like, just, so wildly. like instead of pointing out and shooting he's just whipping the arm about and just it was trying to curb bullets yeah, yeah well, what the hell is not eagle eye or <laughs> angelina jolie's not gonna come in and help you <laughs> But that's the point that really. But it was only his gun. The people with the pistols and the the revolvers, yeah, like, like bang, throwing, bang, bang, they're out or, of ammo. Or this dude up with had, the shotgun. No one's just doing this. Boom, boom, boom. This dude yeah. needed a clip that would like trail a quarter mile behind him for how many <laughs> goddamn bullets he fired. He needs to be the Russian in Predators with Adrian Brody. He has the little mini machine gun, and all the ammo is just stacked across his chest. That's what this kid needed. I would. Raise you the backpack full of ammo belt fed with uh, the original Predator, a governor. He was a wrestler. Done. Jesse uh, Ventura. Ventura. Jesse Ventura. Ventura. Yeah. yeah. Done. But yeah, no, I mean, just the weapons are weird. I think there's only like six guns in total being given out to all yeah, of the kids. It feels like there's way more guns. And I think guns kind not ruin it, but they kind of ruin it because half of the... Uh, the flavor is the intimacy of having to be so close to kill someone rather than just like the crossbow. Maybe I'd, I'd say, yeah, I guess like, yeah. because you know, you shoot once and then you're trying to reload while that person's closing the distance that, with a knife. That's how it's legally, uh, legally, uh, independent from the hunger games because no bow and arrow. There was crossbow. a crossbow. But again, guns are way OP. Oh, yeah. And grenades? And, and I'm sorry. Well, there were two grenades, but you only saw the one grenade get used when it got shoved in the kid's fucking, yeah, his, his decapitated head and thrown That's in. classy. Sorry, there are, there are 12 guns. Yeah, 12. There are 12 guns 12 being distributed out. And along with the 12 guns, you have Cookie-a. one. Cookie. One, <laughs> one kid who got a Kevlar vest, one kid who got a stun gun. Kevlar vests don't work like that. <laughs> <laughs> you're still gonna feel you still feel the impact of the bullet he was so happy he was like oh my god yes it I'm worked. saved Shing. no he's just he's <laughs> waiting for his head to get cut off but that's kind of the thing a Kevlar vest is not a weapon that's where I think I even get more upset where the pot well neither are- is the tracking device it could be in the right hands. I mean, okay, right. If he was setting up a trap, sure, that's fine. I mean, even if he wanted to, like, beat someone in the head with it. But I, I think there is the distinct unfairness, in a way, with certain things that are given in the bags. Binoculars! How are you <laughs> killing somebody with binoculars? Like, shit, this sucks. Again, beating someone in the head, maybe getting the glass better, out? I don't know. The bottled water, I'm sure you have better chance of killing someone than with the, the binoculars. The small poison. Of poison? <laughs> okay, well, well we obviously... cyanide. See how that goes. goes yeah, but that, that's a very... That's got more confirmed kills than the, the pot lid. <laughs> like, but that was used to maximum effect. But seriously, if you're like traipsing about through an uninhabited uh, island like, and somebody comes upon you with a gun, what are you going to do? Like throw the bottle at them or like put some in your hand and like <laughs> blow it up. <laughs> sort of the stone style. <laughs> I mean, some of, some of the weapons that actually are like, I mean, I'm looking at a list right now. Some of them are really, really kind of crazy. And this was actually, and we can do it now because uh, we have a uh, fabulous third segment that was brought to us by Jack later. <laughs> All right. I mean, here's, here's the thing. One of you guys, Woo. give me a Would number. half a bottle of wine in the imagination piece. <laughs> Here we go. Okay. Give me a number between one and 42. Seven. Seven. Now, would you like column A for seven or column B? Column A. Column A. So you would get... Okay, that has nothing. Give me another number. <laughs> Some of the people... They're trying to, I got nothing? They're trying to track. They're trying to track between, uh, like, the book as well as the movie. But, like, just give me another number. Okay. um, 15. And column B. Oh, okay. Column B. So you would get binoculars. God damn it. Are you <laughs> give serious? Me, give, me, give me a number. Between one and what? One and... Uh, so... 
42? Okay, sorry. Let's make this fair. Both both columns are 21 is what Sweet. I was meaning. I don't want binoculars. <laughs> so, I this mean, one's if, too light. So if, you we, were, if, we, were, if we were going to go normal 15, okay. you would get the pot lid. Dang it! <laughs> I'm not kidding you. All your fears are coming true, Nathan. But at least on the main mean, character, and I'm going to like somehow survive. 37. Okay, so 37. He's going to get the Uzi with the unlimited ammo. I know it. You get a micro <laughs> Uzi 9mm machine gun. <laughs> <laughs> are you... This is rigged. <laughs> I'm looking at the Oh, list. my gosh. Give me a number. Give me a number, and this will be mine. You can pick my number. Do I? Do I? No, I want you to, I'm not going to pick your bag for you. You pick your bag. Can I'm I? not going to look at the list and, okay, and make two. it unfair. Two? B. I, okay, but I mean, like, two would just go down. That's why I was saying one through 42. Yeah, number okay, two. So, two. I would get a... a, a Katana? A, a jeet, which is a, a Japanese weapon. I don't know what a jeet is exactly. Is it like a kiri? It's like, like a... Kyrie? I think it's a small sword. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like a little handle sword and has like a, uh, a kind of a, what am I trying to say? Ah, it's like, it's like the S kind like of Like a flamberge? Yeah, a little oh, bit. Yeah. So, okay. So, essentially, I get like a really fancy elongated dagger. Really yeah. better than pancakes. better Better than binoculars or a pot lid. <laughs> okay, but I mean, so some of the weapons that they actually <laughs> maybe, documented. Maybe you could use the binoculars to focus the sun onto a pot lid. <laughs> maybe. And then just come out with like semi-molten pot lid and just, just, just third degree burns all over the <laughs> <Iron> place. <Man. laughs> okay, Iron so, Man and uh, Captain America. Captain America. Yes, yes. <laughs> So what they had, they had a crossbow, they had the jeep, they had the hand axe, a Kevlar vest, a automatic shotgun, they had the paper fan, rope, dagger, submachine gun, tracking device, a fork. They see, you can really okay. do a lot with a machete, a, a nunchaku, a pot lid, a coat hanger. See, this doesn't Wait, is, is one of these girls pregnant? <laughs> oh, oh, oh. No more wire hangers. <laughs> Somebody's Jesus. going to med school. <laughs> oh. Okay, um, you got a 357 revolver, a baseball bat, a Beretta 9mm semi-automatic pistol, a Smith & Weston M19 357 Magnum revolver, a cloth headband, which you could probably choke someone out with. Okay. Or add some nice flair to your outfit. <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe. go down in style. A, a kitchen knife, a Smith & Weston, again, another Magnum revolver, West- a stun gun. Wesson. Wesley. Like the cooking oil. <laughs> Sorry. I say, why do I say Wesson? Okay. Uh, two, it's just once upon a time. Two Wesson hand grenades. Oh, that's right. The girls who were at the top of the hill, their weapon was the megaphone. Megaphone, yeah. Which, honestly, that... What um, to do? Katana, Glock, potassium cyanide... A semi-automatic pistol, sickle, a automa- another automatic pistol, switchblade, boxing gloves, <laughs> binoculars, <laughs> machine gun, <laughs> pump-action shotgun, a nine mil- nine millimeter pistol, a pickaxe, and a plastic hammer. Okay, what if there was a guy who was like an expert boxer, and he gets the boxing gloves, and then he beats to death the dude with the Kevlar vest, and then with <laughs> Make the, with the, the, with the movie warrior. physics, like he just roams around the island beating the shit out of everybody. They they just the they just keep device. on shooting him, and he's laughing as and he's he, like pounding their he teeth gets out. The, the pot lid, and he like bends it so it's a <laughs> Helmet, and yeah. he is just like Iron or, Man, or 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 he uses the uh, the the headband, he, no no the uh, binoculars, <laughs> and he 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 cuts he out with- shards from the potholder or the fork. It oh puts the fork into the, the boxing glove, and he's just like just going to town. He has oh, he has the binoculars attached to the coat hanger, <laughs> which is which is strapped on by the headband, so he can lower. And he has the tracking device to uh, track everyone down. I, you know what? We are going to build the ultimate warrior. <laughs> I just feel like it, you know, talking and the about paper Wolf- fan if he gets hot. Talking about Wolverine and, and X Men, there's some X Men that are not very well equipped. Mm-hmm. Wolverine's oh. pretty OP. <clears throat> Jubilee. <clears throat> oh yeah, uh, no, her powers are. Well, of course, you great. like Jubilee. No, she's, she's been, an underdog. She's <laughs> been proven to be almost like an Omega level mutant. But I'm in love, and I can't touch anybody. <laughs> That's rogue. That's, That's rogue. Not yeah. Jubilee. I was like, wait, I know. I'm just They're all just garbage. <laughs> So, how did we get on X? Uh, sorry, that was me. My, I think my favorite scene in this whole movie is the lighthouse. Yes, the dinner <laughs> the, scene. The lighthouse is goes. <laughs> 
It goes from zero to 60 so fast. You can't sit with us. <laughs> so <laughs> sit there watching it with Anna. And when the lighthouse scene goes down, she looks at me and she, she goes like, what the hell is this? <laughs> and I think I had three words and it was bitches be tripping. <laughs> it. It kind of, so this is where I think, because Tarantino, Quentin Tarantino loved this film. Loved it. He says it was like one of the best films he had ever, he had seen in the last 20 years. But it was pretty low on feet shots. <laughs> but he, so he They're literally. They're also like kids. That's why he, and he hired the girl that plays uh, Coco. Uh, yeah, the, the girl. From this film. Like, yeah. he's like, no, I, I loved your stuff. Like, I want you to be in one of my films. Yeah. So, in, in the Lighthouse Kitchen. That scene reminds me so much of Hateful Eight, mm. where oh. just like that, like shooting and just everyone kind of just dying. <laughs> and if I, I now desire that is penetrating you. <laughs> <laughs> or no, 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 no sorry. Um, Inglorious Bastards, a better example, where every like literally the whole place just gets shot up. Well, I feel the guy that came downstairs after he was let out of his room was was Nanahara. It was uh, uh, Nicholas Cage from the Wicker Man, like you bitches <laughs> <laughs> fighting over me. All could have left you bitches. What's that? Like, like fighting over you? It was or the Nanahara. Or the suspicion was, and well, no, but it was the girl who had seen Nanahara accidentally. Oh, this looks so good. Get the oh, marry me. <laughs> Me won't bring back I wanted more of that girl. She had some pizzazz to her. Well, she was she was like coming in from her, you know, uh, her watch, her patrol, and you know, and she steals oh, the food. So marry me, it's so good. <laughs> to which the girl who had. <laughs> So it's like so the girl scary. who poisoned it, she wanted to kill Nanahara because she had watched Nanahara m- like murder the geek kid with the axe. With the axe. Yeah. Oh, no, no, the geek kid had the uh, gun. No, yeah. if, if Nanahara had been in the room, they would all have been like, no, I'm going to have a salad later. But <laughs> Nanahara's not in the room, so like, give me the pasta. <laughs> Bring on the carbs. I like how they, they were calling it. I mean, immediately when he says, like, oh, we're cooking spaghetti, and I'm like, look like oh, me, this is back on the menu. We had a baggage bread for three stinking days. Well, uh, we've been making light of it, but do you think that this movie had really strong, besides maybe Mitsuko, <laughs> had strong female characters, or did the female characters to you seem they were written more as so, fodder? I. I think fodder minus two. I don't know if like fodder is going to be like in an in or not written strongly way. because it seemed right. like okay. most of, most of the downfall for these girls came through their their petty indemnity towards towards each right. other or, or sympathy at like very inopportune times because uh, Mio- Miyoki Mi- who the girl her. that um that has a troubled past oh Mi- Mitsuko. emo girl Mitsu Mitsuko Mitsuko. She only gets kind of like, I mean, she gets shot up at first when she's in the warehouse. By the Yakuza guy. By the Yakuza guy. And then is, you know, actually puts up a huge fight. She, she knocks off quite a few. I kind of was hoping that she would go. I was like, you know what? I want to see you at the end. Um, and I mean, I don't know. The, the ending of the three spoiler alert, you know, it, it's it was weird. a week. They didn't stick the landing. I don't they think don't. in this movie. No. They don't. Everything up to it was pretty enjoyable, but they did not stick the landing. I, I did enjoy, like, one, I like Mitsuko's story where she's not trusting him anyone. She's been hurt by, like, every adult that she has ever known. Even at the end, it's super sad when it she's is. trying to set what she wants to celebrate, but she just can't bring herself to, like, be a right. part of society. That's rough. But, but, I mean, it's also interesting to look at everything that she does to, like, manipulate the situation. She does get into people's heads. She trust them for a sec. Trust them for a sec. The two boys, the two boys that she s- clearly slept with the night before, and then murdered them. She's after going through was- her skincare regimen, and then wearing like different outfits throughout right. the course of the movie. But because she's doing that and taking care of her appearance and dressing differently and out of uniform, she's labeled the the slut and the whore. And you know, you took this boy from me, and I don't know that that. 
for me, got a little bit too angsty. Well, I mean, everything seemed to be like everyone had a label and that's what was going to be stuck. Even with like Nakagawa, who Mitsuko was like, I mean, they bullied her. There was the flashback where they bullied her in school and they locked her in the, the bathroom, bathroom stall and, say, and said like, die, you're ugly, die, you're ugly, die, you're ugly. And then even when uh, when uh, Nakagawa went running off to fight Nadahara, to find Nadahara and was being chased by Kawada, you have Mitsuko like raising the gun at her and saying like, oh... Look at you. You're just like a real princess. You have two princes looking after you. Well, die, ugly. And then um, uh, Kitana no uh, Sensei, the teacher, shows up and she's but like, she, she's like scared shitless of him. Yeah, mm-hmm. she bolts. But there was also the one scene with Basuka where they showed just the two dead bodies that she had eviscerated. One of them had his pants off or it looks like she no, they both. seduced I, yeah, them. I think she slept with both of them and then killed them. Well, I wouldn't go that far. I think they, she maybe got them distracted enough and then killed him. I yeah. don't know if she... Oh, would have given them the satisfaction? She, yeah, she was just taking dicks on an island. I don't know. To me, it looked like she was putting her clothes back on, like, getting up the next morning to leave. Uh, just because you take your clothes off doesn't mean you're getting... Well, I mean, when you now have... Now I when you have penetrated two, you! When you have two partially clothes... <laughs> Eyes next to her, but the student that was uh, in this game before. Well, both of them have both, but the one that um. So you had um uh, Kado Kadawa, yeah, Kadawa, Kadawa, Kadawa. I is just the... call him Uzi and Headband. No, no, honestly. Okay, okay, Headband, 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 headband. headband is Kadawa. Headband. I don't remember Uzi's name. <laughs> Okay. Unlimited ammo. Up, down, up, down. <laughs> left, 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 right. <laughs> I mean, starts like Headband, though, really tries to, for some reason, go, you know what? I'm going to take these this little couple under my wing. For some, he just like, it's almost like he doesn't want to kill people except when they're like presenting a threat. And when he sees them with their like, oh, you got a pot lid. Right. He moves on. Let me cook you some food. Yeah. And then he's like, my dad. The part where he says, like, my dad was a doctor. My dad was a chef. That, my my honestly, dad was a boat pilot. <laughs> that whole part kind of made me feel like, okay, he is trying to play this game, like, honorably. But it was the sensei's son, right? Whoa, the headband what, was the what? sensei's son. Was what? Well, what? Well, he, I didn't catch that. I thought that's why he was alive. Like, he even, like, showed him, like, he doesn't have any guns, and he made a comment at the end that, like, even my my kid hates me. No, 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 no. The kid is the one who... Okay, no, thank you. Even my kids. No, 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 my, no, no, no. He said, my, even my kid oh. hates me. That's the one who he's always on the phone to. Which I thought, I thought was, was the, headband. No, that's his daughter. He's on the well, phone with his, his he's on the phone man. with his daughter and that's why he's all like, Hey, you know, um U- Ushiko or whatever, like I'm not I'm not coming home. And she's like, Well, that's fine. If you hate someone, that's something you'll have to live with. Are you responsible? Well, who the hell asked you? Then <laughs> he shoots the phone. It's his daughter who he's, Damn, he's on the cookies. phone with. <laughs> Interesting. Could it be his son? Or, or I thought could, it was, could I thought Headman it was, be his son? Yeah, it's not. No, okay. because he's a because he's a previous winner. I know, but that but, doesn't mean that. I mean, okay, fine. That doesn't mean he's not his son. But I I, I know it's not his son. Because but nothing, then why didn't he kill them? Because like, he's supposed it, to be. Because he's I the thought winner. He, I thought yeah, but I thought the setup was him like leading the two students back. One of the students was the girl that Sensei had like Nanahara. drawn his like glory Ooh, fan he, art over. So the, I think I think it would be more plausible that he told him like hey listen you can come back and like get honor for kiko or whatever his 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 girl i need i got a ceramic bowl of ice and beer waiting for you (laughs) i need you to protect this one girl like find her if you can and if you do protect her okay so he was he was more of an agent he wasn't i think so but i mean that could be just complete speculation and it just could have been him being like man you know what they got a binoculars and a pot lid. These guys are gonna die in ten minutes. Well, he so he came back to the game voluntarily to honor the death of his girlfriend, who he had to kill in the previous game. She Kukio. shot him. I know. What a bitch. But he also, but he, but he was. In, but it was in not turn, a killing shot. In turn, he had to kill her, and that's why. And that's why the sensei even said he's like, "Why'd you come back?" He's like, "Was it to you know get revenge for so and so?" Well, trust me, if if Ann and I are on the beach with, uh, you know, things around our the neck collars. that are going to kill us. <laughs> you better hope that she you'd If you're going to betray, you. then you make the kill shot. She did not make a kill yeah. shot. Yeah. Well, he did. Yeah. She took a little tumble off the cliff. She took a little tumble <laughs> off the cliff. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, but he he knew how to like deactivate the collar. Papa said if it cannot ride your old, oh my he's God. too big for him. 
Where's mama? <laughs> and Anna, that wasn't a lead up to a kill shot. Well, okay. <laughs> Maybe. Some. <laughs> I don't know how to respond. To that. <laughs> so the hackers. They're fun. They're actually, the bomb that they made is a, is a literal magazine. That's a real magazine with a bomb schematic in it. And the website that they're using to hack the system is a real website in Japan. That's weird. Yeah. Nippon? <laughs> I hate when he runs out and he's all like, is that Nanahara? Nanahara? Oh, I thought he would tell it. Like, the so-and-so told him that we were here. Nanahara, come on out! And then, <laughs> then he dies. But the hacker kid had some real hacker typing going on, like... And I it's almost hair won't. and it's like, like he, just all yeah, his hair him. and then he's like dun, 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 dun. and every time he's like dun, dun, I'm just going enhance enhance <laughs> enhance I wanted him to start playing some rush like just just getting into his like crunch time go to blow the school up sky hot you need to have like hackers side by side, like have this kid next to uh, the uh, the guy from Swordfish and the guy who plays Wolverine as well. Now I can't. Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. Put them side by side next to each other. Just little hack off. Yeah. Okay. Hack off Ridge. <laughs> Even that Rocky had dirty. a hack off. <laughs> but they're they're just kind of this random part of the story. Well, he's, he's trying to disrupt there everything. There are lots of random parts of the There's story. There's lots of yeah. random parts of the story. They're the ones who are trying to, like, fight the system, essentially. Like, he wants to build this bomb, take down the school, and Which, then the game will be over. Because if no one dies in 24 hours, then all the callers blow up. Yes. Hmm. So, I liked how the important people that died, or the more central characters that died, how they had their, almost like their little death poem. Mm. That would be flashed up on the screen. And I think my favorite one was uh, Chigusa, uh, who, you know, she's found after she gets shot by Mitsuko. <laughs> by the guy the she best. has a crush on. Yeah. And I think hers was something like, God, grant me the breath to like, ask this last question yeah. or, or something like that. Or say this last thing. That was the most beautiful beautiful part of the film, the in my estimation, before it gets real weird at the end. Well, because yeah. when you have the, the kid who's all like, you know, I tracked you down and she shoots him. He's like, I just want to see you one last time because, you know, I'm you're so cute. You're so cute. <laughs> what? What are you talking like, about? Uh, we're in a war zone. <laughs> what the hell are you doing? You better run. Someone would have heard the gunshot. And... <laughs> Very much sure. so. <laughs> you died. Oh, and then we come to... <laughs> All right. Do you think he was with the, the, uh, sensei, the sensei? Do you think it was he was... Pining for her? Well, yeah. Sexualizing her or that he, in his estimation, she was sort of the ideal... Daughter. Student, student. daughter, etc. I think so, too. Because they never really got creepy with it. As far as him making advances, he never really made advances. I think the only creepy session is the Do you think you more of like ice cream, ice cream, ice cream on the riverbed. But even then, wasn't that creepy? No, he was keeping his distance. He was just kind of like swaying his arms. It didn't seem like he was. Um, uh, uh, what's the what's the word they use? Predatory? Predatory? No, like grooming. Grooming wasn't grooming her. It just seemed like he well, maybe maybe viewed her more of a as a father would a daughter. That last yeah. question, though really tips the scale for me of oh, when, when he would uh, say like you were the only one worth dying with no when he says like what is an adult supposed to say like say to it a, a you know a kid it, it just mm, is that like you know, um um inappropriate wait a minute <laughs> that's inappropriate not sticking yeah. him on the island fight to death and <laughs> they she so she's i don't know this is so weird though because he's like oh you know we need to like get back otherwise like they're gonna like lock you in the bathroom again again keyword there this has happened before obviously yeah. either the the time that we saw or that's another time because then, because she's hanging out with this teacher how does he know that the cookies were made by this girl does he oh when maybe the note is still attached all right, that's all right. Damn maybe, maybe, but but I mean, he yeah, he definitely one. is hoarding those cookies uh, for oh, he himself. He, he like slapped the one commandant's hand away, like, no, fuck off, find your own cookies. <laughs> <laughs> These are my my special pedo cookies here. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't even cooked made for me. Uh, 
They were tiny cookies too. I was like they almost looked like the cookies you would get like in a box of like Chips Ahoy or uh, or Cookie Crisp. The, the little cereal, the little panda, they, they like, like Teddy uh, Grahams or, yeah. or <laughs> they're just tiny little cookies. But it's it, the the reveal of his painting. <laughs> his, oh, his freak flag I his freak flag I can't handle it I'm sorry like dude, it's so childish but so graphic at the same time <laughs> it's, it's a, I can show you the world look I got this guy he kills this guy everyone this else guy dies. is dead but you there's a bullet transposing this guy's <laughs> fucking brain tonight a kookie <laughs> she and you could tell that right then and there she's like she's freaked out. She's oh, like, what the hell? Shit. <laughs> I ate one too many ice creams with this dude. <laughs> this is why I don't hang out with strangers. Oh Drew, do you go down to the Kern River and <laughs> with ice and eat ice cream with your students? <laughs> No. <laughs> well, you picked this movie, man. <laughs> I knew this was going to be a thing. It's well, like, yeah, he's yeah. a high school teacher. If, picking a movie about high school students killing each other. killing each other. Is it a little yes. bit? Like, did you Everyone get... Everyone kill each other. You know, did my, you get some catharsis out of this movie? <laughs> One can dream. Not really. I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> cookie. Oh. No. Uh, no. Can we give it up for Chubbs at the beginning of the movie or beginning after he gets his backpack for making the first kill? Yeah. Like he was freaking out about like, oh my God, I want to go home. I don't know what I'm doing. But he put a he put a, an arrow through that chick's neck. How is she walking and around when, talking and, her, and going, to what leg. is this? I don't understand. Yeah, that, that was a little, uh, you know. I, I do like that he got the first kill. <laughs> Because he was the underdog? No. I just thought it was funny because he seemed so scared at the beginning. I thought he was going to go run off into a corner, but lo and behold, he was waiting right outside, which actually I think was kind of smart. Drew, if we ever get in a battle royale situation, I'm waiting the hell out of you. That's, I think it's also- fine. I don't think I would win in a battle royale, but I will take- I, w- I think I would take some people out. Here's first. what's also not cool, <laughs> is that they get released one at a time- from one central location, like the last kind of saturates the market. The last person's kind of in shit creek right there because well, this isn't Fortnite jumping from a plane, but <laughs> at, least hung, at least at least fucking bus. <laughs> at least in Hunger <laughs> Games you have, bus, but it's scary. Yeah, it is weird. <laughs> Hunger Games you at least are on a platform and can like run and grab like some gear and then pounce off. Right, you can. Okay, so taking the idea of like Hunger Games and Fortnite, I mean like the game PUBG was inspired mm-hmm. and based off like Battle Royale. So I mean Great you have game. Never, played. Games. Never, played. Never played it? Nope. Battle Royals and Royales in themselves are a lot of fun. Uh, H1Z1 is, is I remember the first time I played it, I was like this is the stupidest game. I'm done. This I don't is- mind the shrinking you, map concept. When but you I've die so been. quickly, you're like, well, this game yeah. sucks. But once you start getting good, you're like, ooh, this game is well, <laughs> You know where to go. And now Fortnite is just... I- I can't get into it. I is that it. part of the esports? No, it's not. No, no. no. Okay. Yeah. just wait. I, just, I mean, maybe I downloaded they... it and played it with uh, John uh, and his oldest, and I I, we played for it. one night, and I was like, "Oh man, this is this is fucking torture." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's like, "I deleted it off the Xbox." Oh, we can bond in other ways, and honestly. Fortnite is not the way you want to bond with a a child. Look, we killed each other. Yeah, you can do this dance now. It's toxic as hell. Yeah. I bought money and bought a, a dance. Yeah. Jeez. Oh, hey, for Valentine's Day, I got you a ten dollar Xbox card. Oh, great. V bucks. Chump, chump, gone. <laughs> what they'll do? Oh, segmentes. Segments. All right. So. An after-school special gone bad. Battle Royale sets the stage for a multitude of films that uh, took place where a thematic element of a totalitarian government doesn't have the loyalty of its youth. Thus, they take control in the darkest manner possible. Battle Royale, Hunger Games, and even older films based on novels such as like Lord of the Flies depict the idea of the morality play. So the idea for this question is being, do you feel that if you were ever put in the position like those of Class 3B, that you'd be able to do what it takes to survive? Oh, I read that wrong. I thought it was if we were had ever been in a battle royale type situation where we thought it was sort of every man for themselves, which is fine. I can. I will take either answer. 
I answered the question correctly. Well, then you, <laughs> you go I ahead and you answer the goddamn question, Nathan. <laughs> Kukio. Goddamn cook. <laughs> uh, the answer is no. Um, I would make it into the low teens and possibly some single digits, but ultimately, uh, I would trust the wrong person for too long or I would die with one of my two friends. So I probably would find myself holed up in kind of like a lighthouse situation, like a little Alamo, and eventually a Yakuza or someone a little bit more overpowered, better weapon and better tactic would would get me in the end and but i think that i would do fair especially i tried to think about okay like back in the day when i was like younger you know i was in a I feel like an emotionally like crapped teen. I was an emo kid, so you know I could tap into some of that uh, depression and really just like let loose my my anger and sadness on on the world. So yeah, hmm. <laughs> it was supposed to be funny, Jack. It to be- <laughs> it's too real, too real, too real, Maven. Cookie. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm with Nathan. I would also not. I would definitely not win. I I don't think I would ever win. Even if I was in shape, I don't think I. I don't think I would. You know, take the time or the effort mentally to actually like make it all the way and then realize like, holy crap, I just killed like 41 other people. I I would definitely. I think I think I would do. So you say you think you would do fair? Yeah. Like okay. I think I would do. Okay. I don't think I would not, you know, take the effort to survive, but I definitely, I definitely feel like I would probably also be somewhere held up, bunkered down, maybe with a friend or two, and try to hold off. But. Dude would be like, dang it, they gave me Pokemon cards for a weapon. Come on! What am I supposed to do with a Charizard that's like, <laughs> that's water damaged? I can't even resell this. I, I, sh- I think I, I think I, you fucker. <laughs> I think I'd be okay. I, I think I'd, I'd at least get top five. I think Jack would own this shit. Like, are you kidding me? I, I'm pretty pragmatic. And while I'm on an island and I have to kill everyone to survive. All right. But you are a much bigger target. Like, like, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Honest, that's true. Dude. But I'm quick like a weasel. <laughs> I wonder how Jack would kill us all. I think he would lead you off with cans of Pepsi. <laughs> oh, uh, and I would, I would. Into a pit trap. I would bite on that trap like no other. <laughs> it's a trap! Oh, who cares? It's Pepsi. You go into a pit trap, there's like spikes coming near you. You're still drinking it. I'm all. <laughs> Damn good Pepsi. (laughs) No, I I rig a trap. You go through a tunnel. I rig a trap that fires mud interiors. Oh, no. And then I'm just sitting at the end with some some Q-tips. Just like, oh, what kind of weapon you got? You want some Q-tips, don't you, Nathan? (laughs) Let's hand over that six-shooter, and I've got a whole thing of Q-tips. They're not the off-brand. These are name-brand Q-tips. Little do you know, the Q-tips have been dipped in potassium (laughs) cyanide. <laughs> Blood just comes out my ears. Oh my god! Uh, number two. Number two. Okay. An apple a day keeps the teacher away. Mr. Katano takes over the battle royale for his old students from class three B. He doesn't seem too concerned for those that are most likely going to die, but he does show some favor towards some select students. However, it is it is uh, him governing the island. Danger zones and even killing two students before the fight begins. Can you imagine any of your previous educators that it would be a shock or maybe not so much a shock being in charge of a battle royale with you as a participant? Now, I would say anyone who is grade eight and lower to be, you know, appropriate for the movie itself. Okay. I was going to say, because if it was eighth grade, I was homeschooled that year. So, <laughs> Mom? Uh, <laughs> um, uh, Mom, who am I supposed to? She's like, you must kill all of them. I'm like, I don't know who I'm supposed to kill. <laughs> Are you homeschooling other kids? <laughs> all right, let's do this. <laughs> there can only be one. <laughs> oh, God. Fourth grade, uh, Mrs. Chase. Uh, she was not my teacher, but for sex ed, started in fourth grade. Whoa. Yeah. Why is sex ed happening in fourth grade? Well, because you start smelling and you start growing stuff. Okay, so like health. Okay. Well, no, it was called sex ed. That's interesting. Yep. Okay. Which I think earlier you start educating about that, the especially, better. Take especially the mystique nowadays, out of it. Yeah. Like, just get hmm. it done and over with. Like, but, well, I mean, I didn't have until like junior high, so. Jesus. But um, yeah, fourth and fifth grade and then health. And, uh, but it was just sex ed and 
and fourth and fifth grade. But anyway, it would they would break up the boys, break up the girls, and they would do like a boy girl and a or boy session, a girl session, and then there would be a third session with like everyone, everyone together. And Mrs. Chase was like the old, aged battle axe of an mm-hmm. elementary school teacher. Like she had seen all the shit, <laughs> and uh, every time she said the word penis, peals of laughter. Just peels, <laughs> yeah, just <obviously>. laughing <laughs> so hard. And so at one point, uh, we were going to leave her classroom and head to the combined classroom for the the boy girl session. And uh, she had taught us the the male anatomy and, and functionality. And it was hard on her because we would not stop laughing. <laughs> so, it's true. If you don't use it, you <laughs> lose it. it. <laughs> yeah. So at one point, she tried to like over stimulate the word and just try to get it out of our system and she just goes oh penis 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 which completely backfired because people were literally rolling on the ground and falling off their desk chairs i could see her being like all right you little shits there's an island you're going to it have fun for me my third grade teacher and second to i had my dad as a teacher for fifth grade and my dad was Top notch. My dad was probably the best teacher I've ever, I've ever come across. I like your dad. We, all, we always get into teacher talk. Uh, you, you and the you and teachers, gosh, like <laughs> it, it's a it's a thing with teachers. It is. But Mr. Best was my third grade teacher, and I learned so many random facts and science and information and and little math tricks and he just was the he was the jack of all trades teacher he knew like everything but nothing was so emphasized that you're like well I'm, this is not the classroom for me because i don't like i'm just not into uh, you know history you know he was just well versed in everything and so i think that if he were to have to orchestrate something he would give you enough information about all the things that you really need to do and you would have to really pay attention to that intro because he would give you answers on like how to win that shit you know he would be like hey like there's a mushroom grove you know you're like oh well Oh, but those mushrooms are poisonous. Like, you know, he would just give you these like little clues probably that you would, if you paid attention, you could apply it and actually go out into the world and use it. And I, so shout out to Mr. Best. Woo woo. <laughs> He's the best. Around. <laughs> so the, the woman that I thought of, her name was Mrs. Weisinger and she was one of my junior high uh, history teachers. Now, unfortunately, she has already passed on. So I guess it would be quite shocking if she were to be in charge of a battle royale. But she was probably one of the sweetest that women. blade was broken. <laughs> <laughs> it has been remade. <laughs> she was one of the sweetest women that you could ever find. Like, always cared about her students. Like, always had fun little lesson plans. She listened to my crazy idea where every year she would have a medieval feast. Was I not supposed to kill you? Is that not a part of the rules? I'm sorry. Pay attention, Mitch. (laughs) So for her eighth graders, she would have a medieval feast. And people could come dressing costumes. And we had a king and a queen. And I told her, I said, like, can I bring a deep pit pig? And she said, yes. And I'm like, yeah. So I deep hit a pig. And I brought, like, the head on a platter. A whole pig? Jesus Christ. So we, we fed like the eighth graders and stuff. It was a lot of fun. But she, she was always open to like ideas and she was just engaging. She let us watch Monty Python and the Holy Grail in eighth grade for the, for the history class. But it was so funny because the whole scene where, you know, the whole Vestal Virgin scene. I know. She was going, it was the Vestal Virgin scene and she was like standing in front of the TV because I think she forgot about it. But she was like, no, 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 it's okay. Don't look her arm. And now. The oral sex. <laughs> Her arms waving in front of the TV like, no, it's okay. Don't look. You can't see. Just the sweetest woman. Aww. So her to be in charge of me all like, Miss Weisinger? Yeah. You're all going to die. <laughs> it's that history. That would have been my kindergarten teacher, Miss Belden. Good morning. Have a happy day. Like, oh, God. She was so amazing. Amazing. I almost chose my brother's kindergarten teacher. Her name is Miss Balch. And she, sweetest woman ever. I, I don't think I've ever heard her 
like raise her voice. I put four hundred extra rounds of ammunition in yours because <laughs> I think you're an awesome kid. Like, well, thank you. Don't you're worry, just, it's unlimited. You're just super. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Miss uh, Miss Weisinger. Huh. Hmm. So yes, uh, the third oh, segment was "Let Your Freak Flag Fly," <laughs> brought to us by Jack and a bottle of wine. Uh, well, yeah, <laughs> bottle of wine. <laughs> okay, I had the other half too. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, there's the unveiling of his painting, and it's sort of like he—you get a deep insight into the sensei's <laughs> psyche and his motivations. And to me, it was like his freak flag, and uh, so I thought it would be a good segment to see what everybody else's freak flag would be and what the what it might be designed like what it might contain i am i'm very very curious to see what you guys came up to i came up with can i show you mine yes please, <laughs> please I, display I, I do not have a visual you I, have to use your imagination i'm texting mine to the both of you oh now. god uh, <laughs> the response time <laughs> so <laughs> So it's a it's, it's a white flag in the upper left hand corner. There is the white tree of Gondor, yes. framed in bratwurst, and this is sort of like showing up a miles. Like, come on over, come in. We're, we're, yes, we're watching Lord of the Rings. Would you care for a bratwurst? Mm-hmm. And then juxtaposed in the lower right hand corner is just a nice bowl of soup, which I think a, a broth, a well done broth, flavorful, healing comforting mm-hmm. little matzo ball in there a yeah, little, little, little tooth and then guarded by the three fletcher class destroyers in the <laughs> upper right hand corner to say like you can come in but if you, if you fuck around i got fucking five five inch guns for you motherfucker <laughs> and then down in the left hand corner Oh down the left God. hand corner there is a I like to sleep but this is our bed of farts which if you zoom in uh, that gentleman has been woken up by his still sleeping girlfriend because this is one of Anna's sleep farts where I get into bed about two hours after her and as I'm just drifting off to sleep it sounds like the kraken is coming up from the depths of the ocean and uh, that, that's the exact same expression that I would have on my face. Anna gets one of the bags and she goes no no I won't need this weapon. <laughs> it, it even has, I brought my own. It even has the fart fumes coming yes, out. Yes, it does. Oh my god. So I'll send you. Well, you've got it now, Jason. I got it now. I'm keeping <laughs> feel, it. Feel free that to post forever. it on Twitter. <laughs> Outstanding. Drew, god. go for it. I mean, mine is more just, you're going to have to visualize it. I mean, I had this kind of rough idea of a man like cradling a D20, except of course it is, uh, it's not crit side up, it's critical fail side up, and he's just like hugging it, but there's, there's just blood pulling from the bottom of the die. And then in the respective corners are gonna be like a vault tech door, some books, and, uh, of course like, Raining around the man, holding hands is uh is the Golden Girls, <laughs> kind of like doing a a weird la, creepy la, dance. La, 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 <laughs> yes, you bangers! Killing people for so that would be that was my idea that I was thinking of. I'm like, oh, it, it has everything that I like. Well, Nathan, Nathan did the only hand drawn. He did one. the only hand drawn. I'm going to take a picture of that motherfucker. It's going up on Twitter too. <laughs> yes, don't it is. please Shit. do. Okay, because I am not an artist by any means. <laughs> well, not with that attitude. So this is my freak flag. There is um, a couple of different things on here. <laughs> Up here in this top corner, this is an In-N-Out 4x4, because I love In-N-Out 4x4. <laughs> um, this is the D minor scale, um, okay. which I think is the saddest uh, and one of the best notes it's in music history. It's the skeleton- There's so much going on here. Yes. This, skeleton, on this skeleton writing this? a Q-tip. Uh, this is this, <laughs> this is to symbolize me that I probably will never. I have the snowboarding equipment. I probably will never get to use it again because I'm a married man and it just happened. <laughs> God bless you. You put baby Kate up there because baby Kate will be the death of me, and so and so she's kind of like that. Like you should have put a kitten in baby Kate's jaws. <laughs> if no one's familiar with what baby Kate is, baby Kate is named and then maybe like like she's laying dog. down and she's got a 
paw, just like around a bunch of no, around a bunch of money. Uh. Because when we used to come over to do D and D at your place, if I came dressed in my work clothes, like mm. I'm in tonight, she was fine. she would lose her shit. But if yeah. I came dressed Bro, in like yeah. t shirt and jeans, she was all like, "Hey, what's yeah, up?" She didn't like you dressed you. up. No, not at all. No, no. Um, so the, the D twenty, just because, um, you know, D&D. obviously D and D, and then um, the shower, the shower water, water going into, into the Pepsi, the Pepsi oh. just to um, symbolize rejuvenating, <laughs> rejuvenating marvelous, powers. marvelous. <laughs> So that is my freak flag. I am I am proud of your freak flag. We can burn that out. That's, no, that's, that's fine. That's you can burn it. I have gorgeous. pictures. Damn good Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Uh, maybe that's the uh, that's the uh, reagent from uh, <laughs> Reanimator is Nathan Showerwater and Pepsi. What was I supposed to say? Yeah, <laughs> Cat died. Cat died. <laughs> Talk later. Talk later. <laughs> Oh, goodness gracious. That was good. Well, we have last three things. Tooch line. The tooch line. Come on, folks. So Patreon we, and... So, the tooch line. We did get a call. We hey, got the two calls. All right. Pretty excited about that. So, Juan Rodriguez is our winner <laughs> for uh, calling in, leaving some fun little words and some love, some feels for us. Take the fucking elephant. Take the fucking elephant. <laughs> He, he did say that he uh, rather enjoyed our Hellboy and Two Towers episode. So oh. he uh, he gave some love. Also, you know, he, um, it was because of Real Feels that he kind of had the gusto to start up his own podcast. Hmm. Let's give him a shout out. That's, I think so, yeah. What is his podcast? I'm just kidding. Okay, so his podcast is called The Weekly Geek. Hmm. Not monthly, not daily, but, but weekly. weekly. So he uh, he gets on there with, I guess, some of his friends, and they discuss various things of geek and pop culture. So, hey, kudos to Juan. Right up my alley. Yeah. Hmm. The, the Juan, you'll have to let us know what your movie pick is. Ooh, your yes. movies? Yes. Your movie of choice. And the other uh, to call in was Sean from What Does It Matter? Because Sean's a great guy. He's, he's going to expert guesser. He's so he good is, at Sean's pretty good at guessing. Sean does have a way with words. Sean, <laughs> you certainly do, my man. Sean is uh, Sean's very loquacious. Mm. He uh, he's a good guy. He's a very very good guy. But hey, guys, we were splendiferous. Giving, oh. we, we were given those uh, spots out for some real fill swag, some magnets, some stickers. I even got buttons. For the uh, for spots two through four, we have Sean in second place. We need a third and a fourth. So get on your two-tone phone, dial up, and call us. Good your loins, <laughs> good your loins. So if you call us on the two-tone phone and dial six six one three seven six zero zero three zero, leave us a review. Tell us hi. Maybe some death threats. Who cares? We want to hear from you. I want to know what love is. I want you to show it. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> uh, Patreon special, though. Check. Is there any Patreon special this week? All right. So this is aimed towards the uh, middle school and high school crowds. Um, mm-hmm. Respectively. Respectively. If, if, we, if they survived. Have, they have survived. great amounts of listenership. <laughs> yeah. um, if there is a bully uh, that is uh, taking you to task <laughs> and, uh, and, and letting you, uh, you know, letting you have it, please contact us via Toochline and uh, we will play some very dirty, nasty tricks on your uh, bully. bully. Maybe drop yeah. him off on an island. You're oppressor yes you know what we'll put them on an island with us and we each all have a backpack and we're just like we show up on a boat he's already there scared just look at him yeah run <laughs> this is the mitsuko package and uh it costs the uh, amount of uh, a year's worth of school lunches okay because i Feel you probably getting your lunch money stolen anyway. I was gonna say it goes up with uh, like the like like a, like a stock. Yeah, thing, we'll you know, we'll, do, we'll do the we'll do the flaming dog shit on their porch. Ooh. Maybe some tires slashed. Maybe a Sigmund locker. Yeah, if they're vehicles of older lead based mm-hmm. paint style, we'll put some bologna on mm-hmm. it in the hot Bakersfield sun. And let it uh, roast on there. Yeah, or or maybe we'll uh, we'll get into a situation. We can invite him to go do some laser tag or something, and maybe he uh, accidentally gets a butt stroked across the jaw with a oh. laser tag rifle. You know, <laughs> this is war. <laughs> it's gonna be violent. <laughs> it's all in good fun. Maybe the it's whole laser tag gets burned down the ground. It's all in good fun, and all all I can hear in my head is 
Brian Loy of the Epic Film Guys, there's a sound bit always on their show, and he's like, I want to see a kid get strangled. (laughs) It's this this repeated sound bit. Like, Loy Sauce, this is is your kind of patronage. (laughs) Maybe he's the kid that, you know, he always always tries to butt slide down the rail of the high school stairs, and maybe we put some uh, baby oil on that rail, and uh, we'll just see what happens. And how would you guys rate this film? Mm. I would put this at um, probably five out of eight pointedly, like, angsty female kills for perceived slights. (laughs) Five out of eight of that. If there was me and this movie, and it came down to just the two of us, uh, we would be embracing each other. We had a lot of fun. There was some good parts. There was some bad parts. And then I would feel... The cold ending of this movie shoot me, <laughs> and I would would tumble off the cliff, and I would respond back to this movie with a one out of two, just a 50-50 <laughs> shot, and I just, you know, look back, shoot, and if I got him, then I win. If I didn't... I'm going to lose. But uh, yeah, I would do this one out of a two. Yeah. This movie is a lot like the uh, the Yakuza kid getting blinded at the end. <laughs> right. Just, just flailing so around with Uzi bullets. Why and, uh, would he warn uh, him? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I would give this movie uh, three out of four exploding collars. Hmm. And uh, something tells me that, you know, they were just the right fit. It's... It go, wasn't, for it. go for it. <laughs> Too many minds. <laughs> it's not a perfect movie. It is definitely a fun movie. I will say that hands down again and again and again. It didn't do necessarily well in the theaters. It had like a four and a half million dollar budget and it barely made like 350000 But it became a cult classic. It is one of the highest grossing films now in Japan of all time. I Gave you my name. You <laughs> gave me yours. This has been a good conversation. Teacher, these children had nothing to do with the uh, with the exercise. <laughs> Quietly now, boys. Ute! <laughs> Ute! <laughs> oh, good gravy. They're all perfect. <laughs> <laughs> he would have said that when he was eating the, like, all the cookies. They are Perfect. And just this is the last one. This podcast belongs, or this episode's belong to the podcaster to who the older has become the, the new. new. Oh, yeah. Well, just rewatch that. Just, yeah, I love that it. movie. So, coming up in two weeks' time, we have Jack bringing us. British film. Oh, yes, British. Jolly good. A British film. Right, right, right. And then a month from that time, or two weeks from there, but a month from now. Double fortnightly. Uh, Double fortnightly. The romantic... Drama? Drama. Romantic drama. And then I will be bringing you, gentlemen, in six weeks' time, film noir. (laughs) <laughs> that's like, that's actually, you know, that's actually from, that's from a video game called Deja Vu, which is a very, uh, um, Nintendo NES point and click kind of adventure okay. game. That music and stuff in the beginning would scare the shit out of me when I was a kid. Mm. I, huh. and I, I loved to watch my parents play it because I was just like, oh my God, yeah, go to the left. Yeah, I got, I got, oh god there's a guy in the, the alley and like you would like get mugged in the alley or you could get killed and it's it was a very this is a child's game what's going on? Well, it's an nes game it's not, i don't know what to call it a child's game but uh definitely a lot of fun it's okay. a shame she won't live but then again who does <laughs> oh good lord so everyone thank you for joining us on the real Foes podcast if this was your first time we thank you for joining us if this was your continuance of listening to us. We thank you for coming back and be sure to spread the word to everyone out there, Mm -hmm. not just those left on the island, to listen to the show and to spread those real spills. And remember, as always, you are the realest. And the realest! I'm not really going to beat up a kid if somebody actually pays for this, but I would consider it. (laughs) Spoiler alert! (laughs) Yippa!